Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. What's up, everybody? It's the morning of Game 3, and we got to get to the arena. Come on. Welcome now to NBA Basketball. And a foul, and a foul. One man to beat, Murray goes up, throws it down, and the foul. Had a final of Vincent, this is for the lead of three, and Miami goes in front. I mean, this is the NBA Finals, and we're talking about effort. Jokic, plenty of time. Jokic, all oh, gorgeous pass from Gordon. This playoff with Jimmy narrative is not a thing. I just want to win. I don't like everybody else. Murray, step back, three-pointer. Series is tied at one. As long as we stay together and have that bounce back mentality, be more deliberate on both ends of the floor, and we'll be fine. something in the air here at Kaseya Arena and no it's not the humidity it is excitement my friends because Miami is hosting its first finals game since 2014. Welcome to NBA Today presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Malika Andrews out in Miami ahead of tonight's massive potentially pivotal game three between the Nuggets and the Heat and across the country my friends holding it down in Los Angeles a couple of NBA champions Kendrick Perkins, Richard Jefferson, Rich I think I'm bringing that boat back to L.A. I really do. I, oh, I like boats. Perk, you like boats? Uh, I love them. I love boats, right? <laughs> love Perk them. swims with a shirt on, right. but I, I, I let it all out. <laughs> oh, we know you let it all out. Brian, let's get to the good stuff because before we get rolling, I do want to set the stakes for this game three. The Heat, they have dominated in game three's all postseason. You can see the countdown is on, winning by a combined total of 67 points in the first three rounds. That's the second best scoring differential in game threes before the finals behind the Lakers in 2001. And then the Nuggets, meanwhile, they are looking to avoid trailing in a series for the first time this postseason. Only three teams in the last 20 seasons have never trailed in a series. The 2017 Warriors, who only dropped one game the entire playoffs, and then Perk, your 08 Celtics as well. And in finals history, the game three winners of series that are tied at 1-1, they have gone on to win the series 80% of the time. Not bad, but that trend, it is not held lately for the last seven game three winners in this situation. They have gone on to lose those series, and that does include last year's Celtics. So Brian Windhorst, our senior writer, bringing you back into the conversation now because you've been covering this entire series. What do you think the key will be to tonight's game in your eyes, my friend? 
Yeah, Malika, I know everybody's been focused so much on the way the Heat have been defending Nikola Jokic, and obviously that is a key part of their game plan, but I thought it was a different set of defensive adjustments that really made a difference in Game 2 when I'm really looking at coming into Game 3, and that is what the Heat did to Jamal Murray. By putting Kevin Love into the starting lineup, that was one move. The second move was putting Jimmy Butler almost solely defending Murray, and Murray's touches plummeted. He took he got, he got the ball 35 less times in Game 2 compared to Game 1. He took eight fewer shots, scored eight fewer points, and Malika, that, that high-powered two-man game that we've come to expect to be almost unstoppable between Jokic and Murray was dimmed, and that was one of the reasons why the Nuggets weren't as effective overall, why Jokic's assists were going down. So look for the Nuggets tonight to find some wrinkles to get Butler off of, J off of Jamal Murray and get that two-man game revved back up like they are when they're at their best. Hmm. Well, you know, it's, it's two things I've been waiting on. What you been waiting on? I, I've been waiting on game three, and it's another thing I'm looking forward to. What? The Pelicans media day to start oh, the next season. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, bro. Get, just get, get to where you got to go, bro. Well, listen, here's the thing. I'm looking at Jimmy <laughs> Butler tonight. I'm looking at Jimmy Butler. He has not played great. I don't even think he's had a really good performance on the offensive end in this series, and it's tied 1-1. I'm looking for Jimmy to be playoff Jimmy. I know he keeps saying it's not a real thing, but damn it, it is. And I'm looking forward to watching him tonight. I believe he's going to set the tone, and the rest will follow. I, will th I think we will see the best version of Jimmy Butler offensively. He will have one of those iconic nights tonight, and the Heat will win game three. Uh, you know, for me, I I'm trying to figure out which person is going to have a bigger impact. Is it MPJ or is it Caleb Martin? When I look at the numbers, Michael Porter Jr. is 3 for 17 from 3, 7 for 24 from the field. He is one of the most talented scorers, one of the most talented, gifted scorers that we've seen with his size and shooting ability. He's got to shoot a better percentage. And when Mike Malone was talking about, hey, some of our offensive guys are allowing that to, to affect their defense. I'm not saying he was talking to Michael Porter Jr., but there's a lot of clips, and he's not shooting the ball particularly well. But Caleb Martin on the other side, he's just two for ten in this series. So for me, I'm like, which one of these guys is going to step up and be that extra person for their team? Because both of those guys are going to be pivotal in this game. Well, well Richard, it's not Perk, just – is there anything else you're keeping your eye on? Yeah, it's a lot of things I'm keeping my eye on, Malika. It's not just, you know, the scoring – and it's nothing to do with Zion Williamson's uh, trending. I spied something oh, else from game two. You, you is all. I'm Kendrick Perkins, better known as Big Perk. And nothing gets past me. Freeze! Just when you thought it did get past me, there I am. I spy a problem. I spy it all. Carry the hell on. Yep, that's right. I see it all. But guess what? I wasn't the only person that spot something in game two. Take a listen to this. I showed 17 clips this morning, and they were just, every clip was a, a, a discipline clip, if you will, where a discipline, whether it was game plan, whether it's personnel, whether it's defending without fouling, whatever it may be, 17 clips added up to over 40 points in game two. And that, that to me is staggering. So what we can do better is just be a lot more disciplined in terms of the game plan, who I'm guarding, and most of that stems from communication. Well, look, I always know this is my moment, but I talk about losing myself in the team, the and I bring it on RJ. Spree! Here we go. 
First play of the game, look at this miscommunication. Wide open three for Max Struess. Come on, RJ, I'm inviting you he in. He was 0 for 10 at that point. All right, <laughs> when do I yell freeze? Right. Three. There it goes. Okay, yeah. now watch this. This is a double step up. This is a double step up. So you have two players. Miscommunication. Kevin Love gets a wide open three. This was big. Denver was up six at that point. Here we go right here. Check this out. Look at Bam. He's signaling to go run a double. Freeze. Look at the spacing. Duncan Robinson over here, single side corner. Great screen by Bam. Look at Kyle Larry. Bam rolls to the basket. Dad. Michael Porter Jr. cannot help because he would have a wide open three in the corner. Now roll my graphic. Let me show you something, RJ. Here we go. Here we go. Look at this. 59% of three-point field goal attempts, right? That's yeah. how many open, open field ones. open ones they have. Mm -hmm. Come on, help me out. I got you. Open on 40% of three-point field goal attempts in the first three rounds. Now, look, I know a lot of it has to do with effort and, and defensive, uh, you know, mindset and being aware, but also accountability on the coaches. Uh, to, you know oh, what? Uh, <laughs> God. What? Well, no, I just, I know that Perk always wears his little aviator sunglasses when he does his I Spy, but that didn't feel very Miami to me. So I appreciated your breakdown, Perk, but I know you all aren't here yet. You'll be here for game six if and when there is one, but I wanted to make sure that we brought a little bit of Miami to you I for the show. What would you bring yes, us? You, these are I, I our producer my, my, Hillary what, guys' glasses. What? Oh, oh, just yes. you wait. Oh, is just that, you oh, wait. Is that groceries? What? You know that is in your head. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Are these Cubanos? Yeah. Huh? Oh, my God. Is it what? Yeah. Well, Richard, we knew you needed cigars. You yeah. asked for them earlier, so well, had to deliver. It. Oh, can we smoke these on set? What's no, the rule? No, we can't do This it. is California. We can't legal. do it. No, and with that, oh, is my hat we're headed to break. Still to come <laughs> on NBA Today. From undrafted to starting in the finals, Gabe Vincent's ascent. It is one of the best stories of the postseason. He joins the show next. Do not miss our conversation. And he's just one of many players who stepped up this postseason. But who's going to step up tonight? Perk, Richard, Brian, they have their picks. Plus, we are just over five hours away until tip-off here in Miami. Who is going to take game three? We have some picks to go along with our Cuban cigars. That's coming up on NBA Today. Don't go anywhere. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's
NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I try to push myself to those points of being uncomfortable to try to grow. Vincent releases quickly and knocks down the three. Open three, Gabe Vincent knocks it down. Gabe Vincent is fourth three-pointer. I'm just trying to be aggressive and find my spots when I can. Here with Gabe Vincent, and you had many memorable moments in game two, but one of them, you're standing in the corner, wide open for three. Kevin Love doesn't quite see you, and then you share this embrace afterward. Good hug? I mean, can you just walk us through that? <laughs> it was a great hug. I um, mean, yeah, obviously, I was posted up in the corner ready to shoot. Um, he didn't think he had me open, felt like he missed me, so uh, we just embraced and talked about the play after it. It was, a, it was certainly a memorable moment. Um, you were a, a two-way player at one point. You have worked, scrapped to get to where you are now. How does that help keep everything in perspective now that you're starting in the NBA Finals and have been since essentially this winter? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's useful because I don't want to forget where I came from. You know, I want to keep that chip on my shoulder, and it's important to remember those moments. Let's go back two years. Your team, Nigeria, beats Team USA that Bam Adebayo was, was starting for. How long did those bragging rights last? They, they lasted about as long as till he had the gold medal. <laughs> and then it was pretty much over with, and any chance he gets to, to put that medal in, in my face, he, he you know, he but, makes sure I remember. But in all seriousness, though, at that point you'd been in the league about two years, right? But it was a little bit of a coming out party for you in, in a certain way. What was it about that moment maybe that gave you confidence or put you on the map differently? I think it was there wasn't much in the sport world going on for like 48 hours after it so it was like the only thing it was being discussed on on ESPN on TV was how Team USA lost to Nigeria of all teams so it was a great moment I know the country loved it and you know we had some fun celebrating that but um, you know it was just an exhibition game. Let's fast forward now back at game two 23 points I mentioned a series of highlights but another one is you hit a corner three after some blown coverage from the from the Denver Nuggets and you had a little <laughs> going on what, what can we expect here going into game three uh, it's gonna be a battle I think it's gonna be a very competitive game you know they're a well coached team they're gonna come out and play hard and uh, we need to match and raise our intensity as well is that the best facial expression you got <laughs> maybe my passion was talking in that moment so we'll see what happens next Gabe appreciate it thank you <laughs> thank you appreciated that conversation yesterday now Butler has led the way most nights but the heat they have had five different players lead the team in we scoring this postseason that includes Gabe Vincent Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson. However, no player besides Butler has reached the 30-point mark. So bringing in my friends, you see the numbers. Miami prides themselves right on their depth. And in mm -hmm. fact, anyone on any given night, they feel that can, they can step up. So Richard, who do you think needs to step up the most for Miami tonight if they're going to take this pivotal game three? Well, I, I tease it a little bit as Caleb Martin. You know, when, when you look at the Eastern Conference Finals, there was a lot of people that believed that he could have been the, the conference uh, MVP. And he's already struggled so much in this, in this you know, first two games. He just hasn't had the same rhythm. You want to give credit to Denver. Give credit to Denver defense. That shot right there was big. Hopefully that's something that can get his confidence going a little bit further. His defense has been solid, but where he really stood out is his offensive performance. It wasn't up and down. It was very consistent. These are probably the two worst games that he's had back-to-back, -back, uh, you know, since probably like the middle of the first round. So for me, when I look at it, if Caleb Martin can step up, that's going to be huge for the Heat, especially at home. Yeah, I'm doubling down on Caleb, uh, Caleb Martin, and I think he will – Step up. Role players play better at home. 
Although I don't want him to think that's any shade his direction because he's been playing above role player standards. But when I think about what he's been doing, he's been struggling. You look at first game, he had Michael Porter Jr., the size, the length, the athleticism. He really couldn't get to the basket. Him coming back in off the bench now that Kevin Love is starting, I believe he will flourish well because Denver also goes small. So I'm looking for him to have a bounce back night. Uh, we have seen how he's able to perform, and, and I believe he would do well. Plus, you have to imagine, right, these guys haven't played at home here in Miami in about 10 days since the Eastern Conference Finals. Brian, who do you have your eye on? Yeah, so I know he's going to be in a bucket hat probably tonight, so not necessarily about tonight, but let's keep an eye on what happens with Tyler Hero over the rest of this week. Um, he has been doing contact for more than a week now. He is close to returning, and this is a guy who could be an X factor in this series because he is a 20-point-per-game scorer. He was the Heat's number one guy in three-point makes and three-point attempts per game in the regular season. We know that that is important for their game. The Heat bought themselves some time with Hero by winning game two, Malik. They didn't feel the pressure to bring him back tonight and mess with the chemistry that they've got going. But he is getting close, and that could be his his inclusion in the series could be the kind of difference maker coming in that we almost never see in the playoffs. Yeah, we could expect to see him back literally any game now, and tonight we'll see him in a bucket hat. But I truly mean this, Richard. Yeah. You look fantastic. I, you know, I mean, well, truly. I, 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 mean, I, mean, I, I do. feel fantastic. That's the thing, right? Like, Come on. I, I dare look somebody good, to tell good. me that I don't look, look outstanding. Good, good. You're lying if you think that. Here's the thing. We're, we need to know whether or not Nikola Jokic is feeling outstanding. Because on the flip side, we know that he's going to put up numbers, right? But as we saw, he doesn't necessarily score 40 and then Denver wins. So, Brian, who do you think Denver needs to step up big tonight? Yeah, so Michael Porter Jr., one of the things that, not just the shooting, Richard mentioned a second ago, he's 3 of 17 on threes. One of the things that Michael Porter Jr. has been amazed by in the first couple of games in this series is how the Heat have thrown a curveball at him on pick and rolls. When the Nuggets call out their pick and roll coverage, the Heat hear what the Nuggets are calling and then change the style of pick and roll that they're doing it. That is a level of preparation and intelligence that the Nuggets are not used to seeing. And it has flummoxed Michael Porter and some of the perimeter defense that the Nuggets have played and it's led to getting shooters open and lost. So Michael Porter has got to be much more focused and now that he's aware of that trickeration that the Heat are using, look for them to be more prepared and have better perimeter coverage because he got lost a few times in game two, Malika, and it ended up um, big three-pointers for the Heat when that happened. No, I, I completely agree. And, and it's where the Michael Porter Jr. thing for me, I think the biggest part is the overall intensity for the Denver Nuggets. I have Michael Porter Jr. up there, but if you had to see which players need to step up, it's it's a collective like group. Their entire intensity, 1 through 15, has to raise. That's for me. So we can point out Michael Porter Jr. and say that, but one of the things that he struggled with, in my, in my opinion, is the intensity that is going on. And so when you say collectively, when, when uh, Mike Malone was talking about, hey, look, like we had 40 breakdown, our, our X amount, seven 17 breakdowns that led to 40 points. That means that collectively as a group, their intensity wasn't the level that it, it, it's supposed to be. So I think the entire group has to step up because I don't want to point out one individual. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I do. And, I, and we got to ask ourselves, why did the Heat change their starting lineup? 
it was because of the dominance of Aaron Gordon. Mm -hmm. And when Aaron Gordon scores 15 or more points in the postseason, the Denver Nuggets are undefeated. I don't believe he's going to have those cuts and lobs at the basket, but it's going to come down to his ability of making shots. Again, I talked about it last night. I expect the Heat to be, you know, helping off of him. He's going to have to make them respect him and knock down those corner threes, and he's also going to have to do a great job at the free throw line because if he do happen to get to the paint, I would expect those playoff fouls to happen. So I'm looking at Aaron Gordon for the Denver Nuggets as far as the personnel or the person to step up. Aaron Gordon so dominant in game one. And then when you look at Michael Porter Jr., three of 15 on threes in his last two games, it's not exactly what the Nuggets need. And it's what we talked about yesterday, Rich. It's needing to see that rhythm on offense so he can feel confident defensively because that is what Michael Malone said this team was lacking, that sense of urgency. And it only gets harder on the road. All right, we are not done previewing this game. Coming up, though, on NBA Today, we know the whole origin of heat culture at this point. But did you know there are actually some unique stats behind it? Stick around. We'll be right back with those. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You're watching NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. The Miami Heat culture is a system based on discipline, hard work. We stand for something, and that's competition, that's winning. We feel that there's a championship DNA that you can develop. Winning at all costs means you will do anything within your power to get the win. When I came into the Pat Riley crazies, I didn't have a lot of guidance. This is what I needed. The work that you put in every single day, the winning habits, the winning ways, I mean, who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Here we go again, talking about that nebulous, ever-present heat culture. And sometimes it's a little bit hard to define. It's a feeling. It's a mentality that has yielded all of these banners that are behind me. But it's also a little bit more than that. There's some numbers behind it. Kurt Goldsberry has more. Building from the ground up and getting it out the mud, that's the true definition of culture. They set the standard from day one. One thing we cannot deny is that heat culture is a real thing. Heat culture. You've heard the phrase a million times. But what is it? It's not just a slogan. It's a whole vibe. The Miami Heat culture, we stand for something, and that's competition. The cost is that you better get your ass in the best shape that you ever got in your life. 
It's the reason why the Miami Heat have been to more finals since 2006 than any other team in the NBA. Things don't go your way. You just keep on forging ahead uh, and suffer and suffer and suffer until you uh, get what you want. Pat Riley, the architect. Eric Spolstra, the torchbearer. Players like Alonzo Mourning, Udonis Haslam, Dwayne Wade, and now Jimmy Butler. Together, they've built a fortress of hustle and grit in South Florida. The Heat strike with venomous precision, leading the playoffs in deflections. Vincent, Butler, Lowry, Adebayo, turning opponents' passes into loose balls. Butler knocks it away from Jalen. Lead pass for Jimmy Butler, two-hand slam. No player in these playoffs has recovered more loose balls than Butler, leading by example, embodying the relentless spirit of the Heat culture. Great job by Kevin Love coming over and putting his body in position to take the hit. When the enemy charges, the Heat stand tall. They have taken twice as many charges this postseason as anyone else. On the offensive end, they strike in unity, leading the playoffs in total screen assists. Players like Adebayo and Love break opponents' defenses by force, setting some of the most effective picks in the league. Struess knocks it down. How about that for Struess? The result, a rise from the ashes, climbing from 27th to first in three-point shooting percentage in the playoffs, rising all the way to the finals. It's always us. That's the heat culture. Not make excuses. We're not going to pay attention to, to anything on the outside. We're going to be the first to four. The Miami Heat carrying the flame of Riley's legacy, winning with toughness, outplaying more talented teams. This is the inferno of heat culture. So Pat Riley created heat culture and showed the franchise how to get to the finals. Now he's been to 19 of the last 52 finals as a player, a coach, or an executive, including being involved with all seven in heat history as a coach or an executive. So I know I like to think that I'm dressed like I know what I'm talking about here in Miami with a little bit of the pink, a little bit of the green. But Brian, you've actually covered the league in every city for years, including right here in Miami. So what do you think makes this franchise so different from the 29 others? A, B, C, always be competing. One-on-O workouts in August, mm. the team scrimmage for the public in November, you know, summer league, the Heat play in multiple, the way they operate in practice, no bending over and grabbing the shorts. They weigh their players regularly. Pat Riley is the same weight that he was when he played for the Lakers. Eric Spolstra is the same weight that he was when he played the University of Portland. This is a standard that they set. You are going to be focused. You are going to compete hard in every drill. You're going to do it in the summer. You're going to do it in the finals. You're going to do it when you're losing. You're going to do it when you're winning. That is the way they operate. And as Eric Spolstra says, it's not for everybody. There are some players who get here, don't like it, and they're gone. That is the way they establish it. And even though yeah. they don't always have the most talented team, they know that the team that they have all feel the same way. That's why they'd like to reward players that, you know, get the, get here undrafted and work their way up. It goes from top to bottom every day, and it's been going on for almost 30 years that way, Malika, since Pat Riley got here in 1995.
It's the heart. It's the scrappiness that you mm -hmm. see day in and day out. Perk, you talk to players all over the league. What are you hearing about this Miami team, though? Not the Miami teams of the past that makes it so special. Well, I mean, they just talk about their togetherness. But let me let me share something with you. The reason I feel like I'm so connected and actually part of the Heat culture and I had never physically played in it was because we actually had a Heat player that was in the culture that won a championship there that helped me win a championship in 2008 that actually brought that culture to our locker room in James Posey. And James Posey was so valuable to our team. Like, we don't win a 2008 championship with the Celtics without Pose. And when he left, things started to down spiral in the locker room. When you talk about his leadership, when you talk about his work habits, when you talk about him holding guys accountable from the top to the bottom, that heat culture ran through the Celtics locker room because James Posey bought it. We were so disappointed when he left. So it's a real thing, and it's contagious. And it's something that... You know, it's respected around the league. You hear about the cardio that they have to go through, the body fat test and the accountability part. And it's not for everybody. But winning championships is not for everybody because everybody is not willing to sacrifice. But when I look at this Heat team, that's exactly what I see. It's the sacrificing. Don't care who gets the shine. Don't care who gets the buckets. Let's just get it done collectively. And like they keep saying, we just need three more. We need four more things to that nature. No, and I'm going to add to that because, you know, you talked about Pose and the culture that he brought from Miami to Boston. Well, Pose was, on the, uh, was an assistant coach on our 2016 championship team. So when you talk about we need one more, we need to get two more, these messages are spelled out. But I want to talk about this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's get up my graphic. You know when we come to the board, looking sexy, Miami deep. If I was in Miami, I'd go four deep for y'all, but I'm only three right now because I want to point out some hardworking gentlemen. Yes, look at this. This is heat culture. They are first to the floor consistently. You see this. Kyle Lowry, he's 37 years old with a bad leg, and he's an NBA champion. He's diving on the floor. We already talked about charges. Struess, you see there. These guys. Everyone, it doesn't matter who it is. Collectively, as a group, they have to be the hardest working. Because these are the clips that you're going to see in the film room. Eric Spolstra, why didn't you dive after that? Look, Kevin Love is already on the floor. He's diving some more. They come over. It does not matter. That is the beautiful thing about this group. They just keep grinding. That's what I love about them. It's you know the that? effort that they put in every day, Richard. I think I speak for all of us when I say we're thankful that you didn't drop another button. Coming up on our show, I'm a proponent, my friends, of an adjustment to the coach's challenge. They should just be able to keep it for a second challenge. I'm going to ask our next guest if that could be on the horizon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Welcome back to Miami as we get closer and closer to the biggest game of the season thus far. Game three between the Nuggets and the Heat. 
And you all know that this is a big game when we are joined by Byron Sproul, the president of League Basketball Operations. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here. Thank you. NBA Thanks today. for having me again. Of course, every year I look forward to it. So let's start here. Yep. It seems like in these playoffs a couple of times, including I'm thinking of the Nuggets last round, the Western Conference Finals in their right. closeout game, we've seen some things in the last two-minute report that could have yep. changed the outcome of the game. How much consideration is going into maybe the replay center taking a look at some of those things in real time? Sure. We always want to get those calls right, you know, and the timing and accuracy of those is important. So we got a few things from a technology perspective that we're actually looking at, too. Thanks to the partnership with uh, Sony's Hawkeye Innovation, we actually have some things that we're going to look to test over summer league and into potentially next season particularly in our game around goaltending and out-of-bounds calls. Mm. And so those are areas where they're more objective and technology can sometimes take a look at those and that'd be assisted by the replay center. So some opportunity for technology to be viewed in the replay center, assisted first, and then be able to make those calls to the officials on the court. Now, over time, maybe those even become more automated, like sure. you see in tennis, like you see in baseball, like you even see in soccer. So we're excited about the innovation there and what it could potentially lead to, including for our referees, taking that focus off of those objective calls and then letting them to get to the more complex, more um, real-time mm. and, and more judgment-type subjective calls, too. So even shifting their focus. So we think all in all it's going to play out really well for us. But time will tell. And that's, so we're really, really exploring those ideas. Yeah, that's very interesting. And we could see that potentially start to be rolled out and examined at Summer League. Exactly. Yes. There's something else that I brought up a little bit earlier in the show. I am a proponent of a, the coach's challenge. We've seen it be a, used for a couple of years now. Yep. If a coach challenges a call, yep. I believe not only should they keep their time out, they should also get a second coach's challenge. Are okay. you guys looking at that at all? We are, Malika. And I don't know if your ears have been burning around this, but we actually tomorrow will be visiting more with the competition committee about this. It's something that since 2019-2020 season, the coach's challenge itself has been successful. And our coaches use it as a real strategic tool. Yes. Um, and now, I think our hard watermark now was 53% of calls were overturned by a coach's challenge. And so, as we look at moving forward, a second challenge, if the first is successful, not, not like forever, but if the first is successful, maybe given a second challenge and then move on from there. So we're absolutely looking at the competition committee over the summer where we're viewing it. Still a process. We'd yep. have to get it through a board vote over the course of the summer, start to test it as well. But we feel like it's a it's an incremental movement that we would, would potentially like to see. So there's an appetite for it, and so we'll see where it comes out. I eagerly await the competition committee's uh, decision on that one. Byron Spoil, thank you, as always, for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. So those thank are some you. of the updates that are on the court. But, Richard, I understand that you have a couple more updates for us. Yeah, I got a couple more for you, Malik. But now it's time for today's ratings breakdown presented by NBA 2K23. Let's see how the dynamic duo came out last in the latest release. Nikola Jokic, look, this man is 97. He's tied for the highest in the game. He should be. You see Jimmy Butler, 93. Bam, out of bio. My issue with this, because this just came out today, is Jamal Murray is very, very low. So, Perk, I want to give you a list of, right? I'm going to give you a list of other guys that are kind of in the same realm as Jamal Murray. Yeah. You got LaMelo Ball. Now, they're in alphabetical order. So, I want you to give me your order. Well, I'm going to give you my order, starting from number one, okay? And I know we get caught up in the moment, but we can't forget about Jalen Brunson and what he's been doing and what he did this postseason Facts. for the New York Knicks as the number one option. Coming in at number two, what you call him? Maul, Jamal Murray. That's his nickname, Maul, yeah. Maul, whatever you and his relationship is. Okay, <laughs> cool. We see what he's been doing. And at number three, 
bring it. Tyrese Halliburton, okay? I don't really like the smile, but the boy got game. Court vision and everything else. Here we go on that number four. Old school, the point guard, Chris Paul. If the, hey, listen, if the Suns would have had them available, we don't know. Could be Things could have been different. Coming at number five, LaMelo Ball. We just haven't seen him play enough. And look, when he's been available, he has been producing, but he hasn't been on the court a lot. This is my rankings of those guys, top to bottom. Honestly, I 100% agree. And this is rare, what? but let's check. Let's see if 2K agrees with us. Let's see if 2K agrees with us. No. Look at that. But, Jamal but, is at the bottom. Now, let me break down some stats. Jamal Murray, prior to the last game, had 25 in six straight games. Against the Lakers, he was a 50-40-90 guy, and we got him below LaMelo Ball. Look, I understand 2K likes to do some interesting things to spice it up, but this is inaccurate. If I was Jamal Murray, Try if it. I was a Denver Nuggets, yep. I would be offended by this. LaMelo Ball has never sniffed the postseason. This man has been injured. I love his game. But I'm just trying to figure out how Jamal Murray is an 84. That bothers me. What do you see, Big Perk? No, I'm with you. And my thing is, is this. You could have it however you want when it comes to Halliburton, Chris Paul, and LaMelo Ball when it goes three, two, three through five. But there's no way in hell that Jalen Brunson and Jamal Murray shouldn't be at the top of this list. And these ratings are trash. That's why I never, you know, get into NBA 2K. Although I am on the game hating. I you are hating. Game. You're yeah. my player. You hate yeah. on my yeah, player all cool. the time. That's what I'm, I'm here for. I've never liked you anyway. So look, still to come on NBA Today, we have live reports from 305 ahead of game three. Nick Friedle and Ohm, my big guy, are standing by. NBA Today will be right back. Ohm, I love you. To become Gran Turismo drivers, you'll have to go fast. At top speed, it's critical that your seat and your harness fit you properly. Bad news, you're too big to fit in the car. But one is not too big, car is too small. Bowen is not too big. Whoa, Bowen. How's he going to fit in there? Oh, you can bend like that? I'm not too big. Perfect fit. You're too big. Gran Turismo, based on a true story. In movie theaters August 11th. Keep watching the NBA Finals on ABC. Welcome back to Miami, where fans, they are ready to roll up to game three in style. I seem to remember Zach Lowe driving a lime green Lambo through Miami last season. I think we might need to bring that back. Now, I'm not sure which one of those cars our reporter Nick Fidel drove to the arena, but he's kind enough to have stepped out and hang with us a little bit here on NBA Today. Nick. Jimmy took a much more aggressive approach here in game two. He drove to the basket 19 times. That's compared to eight in game one. So, so what is his mindset going into tonight's matchup against the Nuggets? Malika, he knows he's got to set the tone. He's got to continue going to the rim. Jimmy and the Heat are at their best when they are creating the contact and they are the more physical team. And for Butler, he knows that he's got to be the guy that everybody else follows. On top of what he does on the floor, though, Malika, it's key what he's doing off of it. I talked to him for a few minutes yesterday and he said, all we care about is winning a title. We don't care about the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't care about a Finals MVP. I want to get the Larry O'Brien trophy and break it into 15 pieces and pass it out to my teammates. He wants this so badly. And Malika, I've covered him since his first day in the league in Chicago. And I said, Jimmy, did you ever think we would be here and you would be this kind of star? And he said, no. 
but now that I'm here, I've got to enjoy the moment. And he loves the fact that it's happening here in Miami with a group of players who think exactly the same way he does. Break it into 15 pieces. As someone who spent a little bit of time with the trophy earlier today, I think that's easier said than done. Nick Fredell, thank you so much. Take a look at these numbers. Through the postseason, Jimmy Butler, he's put up very similar numbers to Jamal Murray, scoring the same average, the same field goal percentage, similar three-point shooting and assist numbers. You can see the entire breakdown here. And our Ohm Young Masuk has been covering Denver for this entire postseason run. Ohm, how has Denver spent these last two days just getting prepared, shaking games? Game two and getting ready for game three tonight. Malika, if you would listen to Michael Malone, he would make the Denver Nuggets defense sound like it's been broken into pieces, especially in game two. He showed the Nuggets film uh, yesterday morning, 17 different clips where the Nuggets were completely undisciplined. He allowed the team to talk up own these plays, which they did. So I think they understand what they did wrong. They know they have to be more disciplined strategically. They cannot let guys slip away. Michael Porter Jr. even talked about, you know what? The Miami Heat are listening to what we're calling. If we call out switch, they decide to send a guy to slip out for a three-pointer. They won't actually set a screen. If we call the opposite defense, they're actually going to set a screen. So we have to be more disciplined about that. But prior to that, I think this team was coming together, as Jamal Murray said. They took a one-hour bus ride out to Jeff Green's house for dinner at his South Florida home. And he said there was just good vibes there. It was family. We forgot about game two. I think the Nuggets are ready to bounce back in game three. Hopefully a little bit of good food there, too. Om Young Masuk, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. The time has come. Who is going to take game three? We're going to make our picks right after this. NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds. Tonight on SportsCenter at 6 Eastern, the NBA Countdown crew is live with the keys that could help the underdog Heat take a series lead in the NBA Finals. Plus, tracking the continuing fallout of the PGA's agreement to join forces with the Live Golf Tour. And the latest on the potential move that could bring Messi to Major League Soccer. SportsCenter, 6 Eastern on ESPN. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And in part by FX's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Premieres tonight on FXX. Stream on Hulu. Face tough times this year, and so we've learned how to handle setbacks and then just getting to work. Ten straight points by the Heat, and Miami their first lead since early in the second quarter. Duncan Robinson drives and finishes. Tremendous response. Miami's overcome a 15-point deficit. Back out to Murray, his three-pointer. Three-point game, four seconds. Murray step back, three-pointer, one goal, and it's over. The Miami Heat have tied the NBA Finals. What a comeback! We'll have game three of the NBA Finals tonight at 8.30 Eastern on ABC, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Radio. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets are in Miami squaring off against Jimmy Butler and the Heat with the series tied at one game apiece. Coverage tipped with NBA Countdown at 7.30 on ESPN and continues at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on ABC. 
Now you know what time it is time for today's DraftKings Sportsbook predictions. We are just five hours away from tip. So let's get the people what they want. Let's get some second bets in and perk. What do you think? What you smile? I don't know why he smiled. Look, a reminder for people at home. Perk has already said that Jamal Murray will have less than 26 points, yeah. less than three three-pointers, and less than seven assists in tonight's game three. Do you do what you want with that information, but he has been 0 for 3 before. So, Perk, let, yeah, whatever. Let's flip our attention to Jimmy. Jimmy Butler, do you think that he can t combine for more than 39 and a half points for our 39 points and rebounds and assists? 39. In his sleep, he will. I'm taking the over. Absolutely, he would do more than 39. When you talk about his points, I'm, expect, I'm expecting him to have a 30-piece just in points alone. So, filling in the gaps to have maybe six rebounds and five assists, I'm going with the over for us with Jimmy Butler. Oh, you're going to go with the over. Okay, Nikola Jokic's total for the three major categories is 51. Do you think he's going to get more or less? Now, you know this man's a walking well, triple-double. Well, he's not getting 41 tonight. 51. I, I, he's not getting 41 points tonight, and he's not going to get any more double-digit double assists because the Heat has completely taken that away. I'm going with the under when it comes to 51 with Jokic. I'm going with the under. He will get under that. All right, so a lot of talk has been about the pace, the pace of this game. Will it be more of a Miami pace? Will it be more of a Denver pace? So the question to you, Perk, more or less than 216 total points? Well, every game has been under 216. Why would it change now? I think it's going to be even more competitive on both the defensive side of things for both teams. I'm going with the under 216. You're going with the under 216? The funny thing about that is I think the Miami Heat play a little bit faster. They hit a few more threes, and I think they play with a little bit more pace in Miami. So I think that that kind Nobody of – Nobody asked you, but keep going. Okay, can I finish my thing? No. I, I've never liked you. Look, DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> is an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and during the finals, new customers can bet $5 to win 200 in bonus bets instantly. Use promo code NBA today when you sign up, and guess what, Perk? We gonna be back in 60 who, who seconds. It? We're staying here. Why are we? <laughs> Malik is here. Oh, come on. I know you love the 60 second break, but I, you know, I just I wanted to handle it today, and I feel like I know which way that Perk is leaning based on some of the things that he just said in our DraftKings Sportsbook segment. Yeah. But Perk, who you got tonight, my you friend? Know, you know what I got? The heat, the culture. It's gonna be hot in there. It's gonna be humid. I think, no, okay, that's enough of that. I think the Denver Nuggets are going to answer. I think Jamal Murray is going to answer. I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to, uh, I, I look, but I think we need to look at something one more time, though. I think we need to look at something one more time. What's up, everybody? It's the morning of game three, and we got to get to the arena. Come on. I like that, bro. I like speedboats. I, I like cigars. I like hog mog. Come on, man. Like, I like collard greens. Hey, Richard. Guess, guess how fast I drove the boat today. I just, uh, this, that, that irks me, man. Like, I get well, the, it. The, the, I get the professional it. drove it about 102, yep. and I drove it a whopping 10.3 miles an hour. So what you gonna do about that? Uh, so she drives just like she does drive. She drives like an old lady. She drove the speedboat like an old lady. That's ESPN. That's why you need me there. I understand with Safe. weight restrictions, Perk Safety. can't be there, but like on the boat. But like I can drive it. <laughs> you okay, big fella? No, we're, we're we're hey, hey, Richard. What? 
I'm the captain now. Oh, just I like you get like uh, come get now. your seat back, sis. Come get your seat back. <laughs> like Perk, no, you stay over there, Perk. Don't want to be next to you anyway. Today. Heat. Got them heat today. Perk, it's gonna be you and me. It's going to be you and me in the speedboat. Perk's taking the heat. Yacht, Richard is taking the Denver Nuggets. I think I'm leaning heat <laughs> hosting the first finals game since 2014. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.